0: Hello me lovelies, it's me Ned Natter with the famously Troys and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. (laughs) Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe you as podcasts at nednatta.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter show, and you can't miss this. (laughs) This week on the Ned Natter show from Florida, we've had a bit of a disastrous week. Yeah, I'll see the wife and the mother-in-law are still confined to the hospital. Still... Me living room's claustrophobic again for other reasons and we've had a cause and effect accident in me far field. Oh dear. Either way, I'm sure you're just gonna love me always perpendicularly packed show. More so when we take a look at those other crazy regular features and callers from around the world too. <laughs> Here at Two Medicine Farm, what's now loosely referred to as Ned Nats, Florida Island, we've had a very hot week indeed. Yep, feels close to boiling point here in sunny Florida, I can tell you. Me cabbages are wilting by day and standing up again at night. Yep, and I feel much the same most days. (laughs) Well, after all, everybody's rapping on about inclusivity, aren't they? And I just discovered I'm not included. Oh dear. (laughs) Me fireman's on the other hand are complaining. Yep, nothing new there, I suppose, but the hot sun is giving them redder necks than normal. Naturally, for Ding Dang, that's his regular look, but for me corrupt relative Skip now it's closer to torture. <laughs> but, you know, without a current scam in the works, he's what's called brassic and lint. Yep, skint, or what you'd call potless, or should I just say plain broke. Yep, he always blows as he all got on gains in record time. <laughs> Added to drama in the field, the wife Elsie's still in the care of the hospital and the doctors reckon she's improving. Yeah, the downside is that they're threatened to send her home in a few days. <laughs> <laughs> so she has to live on this weird-looking liquid diet for a while. Yeah, and you know, it's funny really because me mother old Nan's been living on a liquid diet for good on eighty years. Only hers is pure Scotch whiskey. <laughs> On the other hand, the mother-in-law, yeah, Satan droglodyte is also hanging in there. Yeah, definitely hanging. Well, kind of under the microscope, I suppose you'd say. You know, it's uh, different for me. See, I got used to her over the years. Add to that, I've never really considered her green skin unusual until now. It's just the way the monster's always been for me, you know. Mm, that's why she got so many of those monster movie starring roles over the years. Yep, I know a lot of them are black and white, but there's much more than a skin colour that's just plain terrifying, I can tell you. (laughs) The rough scales are bad enough, but I don't want to mention that cold, hard stare. Oh dear, yeah, after all, she's not the kind of person you want to get close to for even a few seconds. You know, I suppose an Ugg would definitely mean certain death, and her breath is closer to poison swamp gas. (laughs) The film crews on our movie sets don't wear regular clothing, you know. Oh no, on account of the high risks of infection and big insurance claims as a result of them, hazmat suits are compulsory. <laughs> On the other hand, the wife's best buddy beyond it, that's Beyond It Brandish in Washington or BBW to friends, yep, another full-time, fully paid-up member of the Feed Me Too movement. It returned last week from a week-long honeymoon tour with a new hubby, skinny old Frank, the absolutely obsessed stuffer, fan. yeah. Unfortunately, I'd hope they were going to head to their new home close to me farm gate, but Not just yet. Oh, no, we've got beyond it. And Frank, here in the farmhouse and sleeping on the sofa whilst their new place is being (laughs) remodelled. Frank reckons it'll be a couple of weeks until they can move in. But, you know, I have a gut feeling that it's not going to be that easy. Mm, It never is around here, is it? (laughs) Remodelling is slowed by the heat too. And Frank seems to enjoy living rent-free under me roof. Still, he spends most of the day, you know, running errands for beyond it. That's food errands, yep. He's like a one-man conveyor belt continually pushing fast food in the direction of her insatiable gob. Yep, that is quite a mouse.
1: <laughs>
0: the only problem with those endless jaunts out is the return journey. Yeah, well, me farm dog, young Clay, is not stupid as he looks. He's worked out that Frank returns every time with snack food. <laughs> So Clay ambushes him every time, Yeah, no matter how quiet Frank tries to be, Clay's ready with his rabid stare. Yeah. The only way Frank can get back indoors is by bribing the gatekeeper and believe me, it's got to the point where Clay's not budging unless he gets a full portion. Oh dear, me farm dog's got mischief down to an art form. <laughs> either way, despite the usual drama that seems to spew out of me farmhouse like a badly written Broadway musical and staying with me regular farmhouse trials and tribulations for a while too, if you recall I gave a part-time job to one of me neighbour Rush's buddies. Yep, that's Clarence Kukowski. He's a 70-year-old short-sighted veteran with a private arsenal of weapons. Yeah, his only job was supposed to be keeping people out of me cabbages. Particularly that, you know, bunch of UFO and conspiracy people. Yep, they've been plaguing me for... looking for answers for weeks now. Yesterday, though, he hit a home run. Mm, his best buddy, Rush made the almost grave mistake of checking up on Clarence and catching up with some of his favourite shop worn Republican gossip. Naturally, Clarence could only see one of the so-called enemy approaching and fired. Mm-hmm. Poor brush got winged, yep, it brings new meaning to a gag order, I can tell you <laughs> and in the ensuing panic, Clarence shot himself in the foot.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: The edge of me field was looking like a reenactment of a civil war battlefield until one of the stray covert UFO hunters called an ambulance to cart the misfired pair to the emergency room. You know, good thing is I suppose Rush only got a little uh, bit of an injury on one on his arm so he's not too bad and flesh wound they call it yeah, and I guess it was a bit of a damage to his ego too. <laughs> After all he didn't get to shoot back this time. <laughs> On the other hand, though, Clarence's hardcore version of self-flagellation has put him completely out of circulation for the foreseeable future. Yep, he's replaced his handy pair of assault rifles with an equally handy, well, I should say, highly necessary pair of crutches. Oh, dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. By the way, and away from the troubles of protecting your property from unwanted visitors and the like, I've got a new little feature on my show this week and it's called Dolly's Dates. Before you ask, no, fortunately me daughter young Dolly is not dating yet. Either way, when she does finally get into that bad habit, <laughs> I'll be getting me private arsenal organized too. Yeah. Actually added to that I'd say background checks, urine samples, psychometric tests and a full DNA research assessment. Yeah, that will be an order, won't it? Oh dear, I digress. No, she's not dating, but she's always quoting. So I decided to harness her endless stream of chatter in one direction and have her tell us about a memorable date from the past each week. So here goes... This week, Dolly reminds us that back in 1934, Donald Duck made his first film appearance. Yep, and he never got paid for it either, did he? Poor old bugger. Yep. <laughs> yep, whilst in 1973, yep, that's... Let's watch old Nan's ears start to twitch with this one. The racehorse Secretariat became the first Triple Crown winner in 25 years. Oh, so that's an odd combination, Dolly, uh, added to that. Back in 1966, the Supreme Court handed down a landmark ruling, which became what we now call, I suppose, take for granted the Miranda rights here. Oh, dear. So I'm not saying a word more. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Dolly. We'll keep those dates in mind. That of course brings me, more well, rapidly, to someone else who's actually worried about someone else taking down anything she says. <laughs> Add to that, she's got this nasty way of letting them out quietly and then blaming anyone else nearby for the mysterious stink. Whiskey and cabbage don't make a good combination, I can tell you. <laughs> That's right, naturally or even unnaturally, I've got me almost antique 95-year-old mother, old nan, right, you're on the farm. <laughs> On the other hand, Nan's best gambling drinky buddy, that's Zico Zuki. Yep, she's me lawyer, brother and black the family, Nelson, that boy from Beverly Hills, sex her as hot as my 103-year-old grandmother. Yep, another long-lasting specimen. Boy, <laughs> anyway, as you know, they both love to smoke, drink and gamble. Well, this week... It's the Belmont Stakes, the third race in the Triple Crown, and Nan reckons me lucky pet pig, old Bill, has handed her a guaranteed winner. Mm. And whilst me farmhouse is quiet without the wife, old Nan has replaced her with Bill. (laughs) She suddenly reckons it's too hot for him outside, and he's happier and healthier indoors. Yeah, she pities the pig. More like she's keeping him handy. For winning, wager tips. And it's healthier for her bank balance too, I guess, yeah. Add to that, it's far too hot for her outside. You know, I really think she believes there's a chance she'll melt. (laughs) What she doesn't realise though is that from a distance, it looks like she already
1: has. (laughs) This is
0: Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday. You can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Anyway thinking of hideous nightmares like me rather bizarre moaning old mother and her gambling obsession. I'm still having those, you know, those really weird dreams They have returned with the vengeance like never before. Add to that, the weirdest ones always arrive when I'm having a nice nap, never in bed. This time, though, I'd settle down again in me favourite hideout that's me little farm office. Yeah, I soon drifted off to sleep, recalling how beyond it, an old Bill, me pet pig, were taking up too much room in me living room. Yeah, me dreams soon turned into a hideous nightmare though when beyond it ban- began to complain. Yeah, not unusual for her, but far worse in me dreamscape. Yeah, Frank, her new hubby, hadn't returned with the latest trough of fast foodsy. So she was getting agitated and, you know, she kept on and on about how hungry she was. And then she suddenly grabbed hold of Bill's leash and started to lead him to the kitchen. Oh dear.
1: I could hear the poor
0: old mockers squealing and old Nan screaming in unison. I woke with a start. Wakey, wakey! The noise was real though and not in me dream. Oh dear. I rushed to the living room and noticed that beyond it had fallen asleep on top of poor old Bill. Yeah, she was crushing me poor porker to death. An old was standing over beyond it. Hitting her with a stick Please. and trying to wake her up. It wasn't happening. I managed to finally, well with the help of skinny Frank, release me pig from beneath beyond its sheer bulk. For the worst part, was well, she stayed asleep through the old process. Oh yeah, dear old Nan, stick's gonna leave some unexplainable marks and someone's sure to get the blame. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all me shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts, so if you want me repeats, or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. On the other hand, and still on the subject of bad dreams, I can tell you Miss scruffy Farrowman ding Dong spent last week cooking. Yep, <laughs> cooking amongst the cabbages. The sun was slowing him down for sure, and of course... The few extra beers he was using to quench his thirst hardly aided the situation. <laughs> in fact, in the middle of the day, the only way you can find me Farman, Skip natter, and Ding Dang, is from the air. Yep, yeah, they're laying down, shading under the collard leaves. <laughs> but despite the uh, the old drama of acting stupid when he already is, you know, we've still got that unforgettable little feature on the show. So is Ding Dang's southern quote. It's drier than a popcorn fart round here. Oh dear. <laughs> ding dang, suffering from Wilton farmhand disease. <laughs> yep, it's something new. But on the other hand, he's always suffering from something, I can tell you. Or maybe I should say suffering from everything. <laughs> Particularly a thing called bone-idle syndrome, yep and that's very common around here i can tell you you know you know they blame the old hookworm for it yeah it's supposed to burrow into your feet and work its way up into the small intestine where it really slows you down Ooh. you know any creature that's desperate enough to go anywhere near ding dang's feet is seriously desperate indeed and deserves whatever it gets <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats, or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Well, next up, I've got Ned's sagacious moment for you. I might not be a serious old sage, but i got time to think, and I like the idea of sharing my thoughts with you, my lovely listeners. So moving on from farm life in general for a minute... I spent a few hours this week questioning inclusivity. Although it's the word of our time, I'm having me usual battles with it. From what I understand, inclusivity means everyone is included in something. Yeah, and that all sounds great, doesn't it? One, you want to be included to begin with, and two, if everyone, I mean everyone, has a chance of being included. Trouble is, when I went off to do some more research, I found out a whole bunch of folks not included, yep. Even a large number of me fellow farmers are totally excluded and they provide just about everything you eat. Well, except for your words, I suppose. And you know, for me, it's a big, oh dear, all round. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all me shows again at nednatter.com they're all stored for as podcast, so if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me blind neighbour, old Lonnie, and you to swing at old Fred's home is still the oddest venue in North Florida for a swingers' party every Saturday night. It's called, Do You Know Fred? Sometimes, you know, I wish I didn't. <laughs> it's the same thing every week. Bring a bottle, bring your wife or girlfriend, and a potluck dish for the old buffet. Fred mingles with swingers, that's his potluck experience, and old Lonnie just eats that free food and dodges the guests. Which I must admit, this week included one of his absolute favourites. Yep, deep fried gator meat. Oh dear. (laughs) I don't know where he gets it from. One day he's going to make the mistake of picking up a live and lively one and it's going to bite him right back. (laughs) So, when Saturday finally rolled around, Fred told me this week's theme was the nothing but socks party. Oh dear. Fred hopes to attract a mixed bunch of swingers, all right. And this week, Fred was overrun with naked people wearing nothing more than socks and a smile. (laughs) Yep, the odd thing is that most of his guests rarely even bother with socks. So, I guess you call it dressing up for the party after all. Oh dear, still far from a pretty sight, I can tell you. Anyway, I but too.
1: <laughs> well,
0: on the family front, when she's not complaining about, we'll just pick a subject and she complains. Me 95-year-old mother, old Nan, the miserable old crew herself, has a little feature on the show. Yeah, old Nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. <laughs> This time old Nan remembers and there are long lost relatives, yet perhaps long lost for a very good reason. We've got far too many hideous relatives anyway. It was a memory about me Uncle Barnyard the Oak Bark Tanner death. Yeah, quite a mouthful. And with a name like death, you can already see disaster on the horizon. <laughs> but on the other hand, the horizon is fairly straight by comparison. Well, from a distance anyway. Oh dear, well, let's see this old man's met Nan's maiden name. Yep. They say the to make it sound better, and I always call them the deaths. It makes everything nice and clear up front. <laughs> so, back to Uncle Barnyard, the oak bark tanner death, another member of the highly odd death family. Only this time, there's a weird story connected with old Barnyard. Mm, oh dear, see, oak bark tanning is now an almost extinct industry where the leather is tanned over a 12-month period using the tannin from oak bark. This oak bark soup looks like a kind of rich tea. And Uncle Barnyard, drunk as always, he slipped and fell into the huge vat one morning. When they fished him out again nearly an hour later, he was permanently stained. Yeah, dark brown. (laughs) Anyway, this was years ago when the immigration laws over there were very strict. Added to that, his colleagues in the tannery were quite happy to see the back of lazy old barnyard anyway. So because he passed as a foreigner without legal papers and despite his protestations, they deported him within a month. <laughs> Yet, yeah, went death to cross off the endless list.
1: <laughs>
0: this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I email every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, that lovely, tiny old music means it's time again for me book reviews. Yep, I get me hands on a few and I feature them right here on my show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. Yep, if a book's shite, it goes on me composting. Sometimes, if it's really bad, you have to burn it. <laughs> Middle-of-row books go in the giveaway charity box and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on me family library shelf. I well, hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> okay then, well, I... Ends up with just one book this week here, and it's called Understanding Pronouns by Totally Confused II. You know this is one of the oddest books I have featured on my show and it reads like a page turning version of a jigsaw puzzle with a load of missing pieces and no colourful picture on the box lid. (laughs) So this book handles these things called pronouns. Mm. It just leaves a simple person like me right in the dark. Yeah, anyway, chapter one tries to put you straight on the subject. (laughs) Yeah, wishful thinking. Chapter four goes on about making mistakes. Yeah, it's apparently easy. And then there's endless pages showing pronouns in sentences, paragraphs and daily speech. There's words I couldn't find in my dictionary too. In fact, uh, I couldn't even find them in any dictionary. (laughs) Words like urself, perself, verself, self, and self. But with an oi, that is, yeah. <laughs> I was getting pretty tongue-tied by the end of it. Well, to be honest, confused beyond reason. Mm. After that section, it completely baffled me. So I decided two things after reading this book. One, from now onwards, I'm going to address everyone simply as, Oi, you over there. Mm. And two, I'm using this book to help start... A nice fire. <laughs> well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all me shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi i got a listener favourite coming up right now, yep, the anomalies from around the world feature. This time, we're staying right in the US and Arizona, and you'll be glad to know it's not another tasteless revolting foodie one, no, but it really depends on where you like to cook your lunch, I guess. Either way, we're looking at some odd things close to home over the next few weeks, so back to Oatman in Arizona, yep. On July 4th, they cook eggs on the sidewalk. Yeah, it's very hot uh, in the peak of the summer, but usually not hot enough. So magnifying glasses and other things are used to speed up the cooking process. <laughs> oh dear, you know, what a disgusting thought. Sort. Of course, I mean the sidewalk, you know what, I just hope there's not a lot of dogs in open. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother, young Buck, skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm and his rambling estate. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years, Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. (laughs) Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner just good old fashioned manners. <laughs> so, how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Nat show. It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings foreign, oh dear, well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. <laughs> First up though, here's his latest Voicemail message.
1: You have messages. Well, hello, Ned. This is Nigel Ponce calling you from England. Yes, the old gout is getting
0: a lot better, but I still can't get around. So I'm using this rather wonderful wireless telephone so I can.
1: Perhaps, Ned, you could give me a call back and let me know. Thank
0: you so much, old chap. Goodbye. <laughs> you know, I just love the way he introduces himself and we've always as if I actually know someone else who sounds just like him. <laughs> anyway... Let me translate for you, Nigel. This week, Buck's using the words catty-corner. Yep. <laughs> of course, you think Buck's deliberately confusing you. Well, it's a, it's a weird expression away, but totally different from what you'd imagine. See, it's an expression used in Nebraska. Yep. You know, Nigel, I think Buck's been just dragging these expressions right over <laughs> See, in Nebraska, the words catty-corner mean diagonal. Yeah, so he's saying something is diagonal. on the other hand, Buck might be better off in the corner himself Yeah, preferably with his hands on his head (laughs) can't get up to mischief that way (laughs) either way, I hope that makes some kind of sense to you Nigel adds to that, we hope you'll be finally up and around soon (laughs) this is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show I am every Wednesday you can find all my shows again at nedmatter.com I headed over to me and come neighbour Rush's Stonewall Jackson Fram again this week to listen to a lot of hot air and gas. Yep, he's the guy with about the same size carbon footprint as your average coal mine. Add to that, it's all in snippet size installments. Yeah, with a weak bladder, Rush is always rushing off. Poor old mucker. <laughs> Rush has not been recalling this week. No, he's been complaining, yep, about his injuries. <laughs> After all, he never expected in his entire life to be actually shot by a fellow Republican. But he didn't recall happier times when his buddy, Clarence Kokowski had 20-20 vision. <laughs> Sometime in the 70s, apparently, Rush says. Oh, dear. Anyway, he soon excused himself again with that standard statement. That's right, it's great excuse to bail early. Gotta go. Oh, dear. Rush has always gotta go and flush. <laughs> This is Led Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at Lednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can I listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me, lovely neighbour, young Alice Jones, invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit-down. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Young Alice was happy this week. Yeah, Mercury is finally out of retrograde and it was time for me next. Tarot reading. Mm. Yep, it does sound more like time of the month, but tarot is hopefully a far better experience all round. (laughs) Well, let's just say for some folks, yeah, the trouble is me readings are always what you call hit and miss. Well, mostly miss, to be honest. But Alice reckons things can only get better. Yep. Odd, really, when the last few weeks have been all doom and gloom, and now Alice is back to being the eternal optimist. <laughs> On the other hand, though, you know, Alice reminded me of how we should all take more notice of the wonders of nature, and baffled me again with a really bizarre statement right out of the blue: the Asian paradise snake can glide through the air by flattening its body and forming itself into a stiff S-shape. Yeah, by tilting their bodies in the airflow, they can travel over 60 feet. Oh, well, that's interesting, you know. Most of me neighbours are absolutely terrified of snakes for some strange reason. Even Rush reckons that all snakes are Democrats. <laughs> anyway, I guess a flying one would send them right over the edge. For sure. Anyway... As always, Alice's Coffee Cake and Company was with Lively nuts. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. Iumir every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at NedNatter.com. Well me lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you me listeners. Yep, I got it all here on the Ned Natter show. <laughs> Well, this week I got a last-minute call from Sven in Sweden. You yeah, know, he called me to chat about this really odd story. Yep, a restaurant in his native Stockholm is telling their employees to wear special aprons that actually capture greenhouse gases. Well, it's in a chemical within the fabric, apparently. Yep, just one apron can absorb a third of what a tree absorbs, they say, each day. On the other hand... They don't say how big the tree is. Anyway, after taking up all that gas, they heat the aprons inside a greenhouse, and that helps feed the plants and lets them breathe. Oh, well, you know, most restaurants I've seen have got so much hot air they need to change their aprons six times a day. <laughs> here at the farmhouse, though, you'd need much more than an apron to soak up the lot I've got here. I can tell you. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts, so if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me dubious command agent, 50%, is lined me up with a new ad this week, and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> oh dear, I think I'll have a word with me agent on this one. Anyway... Here Here at Space Age Detergents Inc, doing business as Sparkling Saucer Enterprises, we've got our special offer right now. Just go to our website today at sparklingsaucers.biz and find our latest offerings and bargain prices. That's right, we keep it surreal here. You'll find our Space Age range of detergents will keep your saucer sparkling in a galaxy of tedious dust and grime. We've got cleaners in all shapes and sizes too, right from our simple economy rinse, right up to our monster, universe size clean-up pack. <laughs> but wait, that's not all. Our national sales manager, Alien Scrub Junior,
1: <laughs>
0: has a special offer, and just for Ned and our show listeners. Yep, with every purchase this week only, he'll send you a free sample of our universally patented spin-and-go-for-a-light-year shine. Yep, and you can't be a deal like that, can you? So visit us today and remember that motto, leave the plates to earth, folks, and keep your saucers shiny clean. <laughs> Oof, you know, I wouldn't expect that one at all. Me farmhouse needs more than a general clean-up. I can tell you, me living room's close to being condemned. Yep, it's suffering from overcrowding, overeating and overheating. Yep, there's a point. Or you just have to forget about the old vacuum clean the brushes and dusters, yeah. Forget them all and consider a bulldozer. Oh, dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. On whichever way you dice it, this show is unpasteroids and unfiltered. But that's all, me lovelies. And on that note, we well, better go. So until next time, remember fam as getting older. Some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite Matters, without us you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime you can find me and all my radio shows at NedNat.com. Yep, they're all safe here's podcast too. Add to that there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening, it's been a pleasure chatting with you again and I hope you'll join me on the NedNat show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face, think positive, and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, me lovelies. (laughs)
1: The
0: Ned Natter Show is written presented by me, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Nat Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media.